0: The best
1: division of football.
2: I think we would talk about this every time, Denny. Oh yeah. You look,
0: they're four and zero. They didn't have any close games. Four and zero. They didn't have any close games. Mm -mm. And they beat some good teams. So you were quoted last week as saying the Indianapolis Colts have the third best D in the league. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. I listened to the podcast this morning, and you (laughs) said the third best D in the league. And Russell Wilson made them look like mediocre yep. in the first half oh yeah and in the second half it was kind of weird i don't know they kind of got a bit conservative with play calling i thought mm-hmm. and they didn't score in the third quarter which was weird but there's so many good things to say about the offense there's a lot of good things to say about the defense which we were hesitant about maybe going into week
1: one mm-hmm. but let's start with outside of the Seahawks and outside of the NFC West. And just kind of what we saw this week in the
0: NFL. So a few things. Last week, we spent maybe 10 minutes talking about Aaron Rodgers and that he had no interest in being in Green Bay. Yes. And that was proven correct.
2: Absolutely zero interest. I can't believe that score, 38-3. to
0: They got absolutely smashed by a new quarterback to the Saints. Mm -hmm. Jameis Winston is no joke. Let's say that. He's an athlete, and he has proven him. He's proven that he can be a good starting quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, at Tampa, right? Mm -hmm. Tampa. Like he had a five thousand yard season. He did. He also had thirty
2: touchdowns and thirty interceptions one year. But then he got his eyes fixed. So, but his stat line was kind of weird: twenty attempts, one hundred and forty-eight yards, five touchdowns. That's a lot of touchdowns. It's a lot of touchdowns, eh? Yeah, good to see.
1: Even more important, though, Aaron Rodgers had a rough, rough debut.
0: It's just weird, man. I don't know why, at the Packers' head office, why didn't they make a change? Why not get rid of him? He has, It's very obvious that he has no interest in being there. And you're drafting, you're trading up in the draft to get a quarterback.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, why is he still there? Why not get rid of him? Why not get something for him? They're not going to win the Super Bowl this year.
3: Mm-mm.
0: And I think he has one year left on his contract. I think this is his last year. I believe so, yeah. So why, well, not, why not unload him? First, and get someone back at least, right? Get something. Get a D-end, get like a linebacker, get something. But you, so you, you think you're not even counting the Packers as in at all this year? Aaron Rodgers has no interest in playing football for the Green Bay Packers this year. And he's currently playing football for the Green Bay Packers this year, which means the Green Bay Packers are not going to be good at football this year.
2: Do you think he's still a Green Bay Packer in week
0: 18? (laughs) I think, were we talking about this this morning, right? A little bit, yeah. I said, would they trade him halfway through the season? And it's a strange move, right? Like, coming into the year, it makes sense to start a season with a new quarterback and a new, like, getting rid of your old quarterback at the beginning of the year. Halfway through is strange. Very tough, yeah. And I think it only happens if they are not going to make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. So I think if like week 12 comes around and they're three and nine or something, three and eight, whatever, not going to make the playoffs, then maybe. Mm -hmm. But if they're 500 going into the last four games of the year, I don't think so. I don't know. What's their uh, draft pick's name? Trey Lance? Trey? Trey?
3: Uh,
2: no, they, no, that was uh, for a different team. Trey Lance was playing for San Francisco. I'm not sure. Oh, that's Garoppolo's backup. Yeah, that's Garoppolo's backup.
0: What's the, who's I'm the not guy at sure. Green Bay?
2: The Love. Wasn't it Love? Uh, Jordan Love. Jordan Love? Yeah. Where was he? Um, that's a great question.
0: I haven't really heard asking ask about a, him. A, so many questions. That you're not going to know the answer. To.
1: Why am I asking all these questions? He's uh, 22 years old. Yeah. I just don't. I don't know, man. Like, that was a rough debut. Losing 38-3 to to the Cardinals, who
0: we think at the Seahawks social are going to be the third place team in our division. But like, what does that mean? But the third place team in our (laughs) division could also be the third place team in the NFC. Uh, I know. Yeah, (laughs) you are correct. The division's so good. It's ridiculously stacked.
2: Well, like what? The only team that we really have to worry about are the Bucs and the Saints, I guess, in the entire NFC, right? If you're counting the Packers out Outside of our division? Outside of our division. That's it. Eagles, Washington, Giants, Cowboys, no way. Saints and Bucks. I'm gonna say that the
0: Bears are better than you think they are. You think they had a bad week? I think they played
1: one of the best teams in the NFL. Right, so they played the Rams last night. Mm -hmm. And what did they lose? They lost 34 to
0: 14, I think. Yeah. But they had opportunities to put points on the board when they didn't. Did you watch that game? I did. They went for it on fourth and like four, three times. I know. They're being so aggressive. That was kind of weird. It was a few teams early in the game, too. Yeah.
2: Yeah, 34 to 14. But like their defense did not look good. Do you think. Do you think the LA Rams offense is that good? Do you think Matt Stafford
0: is the no, real deal? I think we talked about this this morning. Yeah. I think Matt Stafford is slightly better than Jared Goff, mm-hmm. but he's not a top five quarterback in the league. So I don't know why the all the NFL people are fucking in love with that trade and they're thinking the Rams made like this lottery move. I don't get it because Matt Stafford is a good quarterback. I think he is a top 12 guy in the league, maybe? Yeah, for sure. I'll give you that. He's not top five, man. No, not at all. You can name seven guys right now that you like better, but a couple of them lost this week. A couple of them did lose. Including your fucking boy, Carl. I know. Your boy. You know who I'm talking about? Josh Allen. Yeah. (laughs) The Bills and the Steelers,
2: 23
0: to 16. What the the hell happened? Are the Steelers better than we think they are? Because my understanding of Big Ben going into this season is
1: washed up. Mm -hmm. Let's figure out something new for the Steelers. Yeah. And I didn't watch that game. I saw bits and
0: pieces of it, but I didn't watch it closely enough to make an evaluation on on Big Ben. Is he still a legit starting quarterback? Because it seemed like last year he wasn't that good. I'm gonna like, s- it seemed like he was, the, he was the missing piece of that team. Like, they had a, yeah, a ridiculous receiving court. forever, yeah. They have a great defense. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't that good. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I,
2: honestly, I think he's pretty average. I think the team kind of is built around him and around his strengths, and they exploit that very well. But I don't know. I think that was a weird game yesterday, especially for the Buffalo Bills. I mean... Did you watch it? Yeah. The Steelers have a good rookie running back. Najee Harris is good. They got good wide receivers. But, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger's numbers weren't that great. It, I think it came down to just the defense, man. The Steelers have a good defense.
3: Hmm.
2: And Josh, Josh Allen did not perform.
1: Stefan Diggs did do nothing. Is Tomlin Hall of Famer? I think so. What I love about Mike
0: Tomlin, and I, again, like, Everyone that listens to this podcast understands that I follow the Seahawks religiously and I don't give a fuck about the other 31 teams. Yeah. Don't care. What I know about the Steelers is that they have a good history
3: mm-hmm.
0: and that whenever the camera flashes to Mike Tomlin, he looks badass as fuck. So serious. So, right? Yeah. Well, often every he's time. wearing sunglasses on the sideline. Mm-hmm. He has like a, a really mean stare. You don't see him smiling often. Never. No. They're up 39 nothing, and he's pissed about something. Yeah. And yeah. I respect the hell out of him for that. But I know that they win a lot. I know that they won Super rules. And so I just assume that Mike Tomlin's good. I just, I just think I just his, his
2: record's good. They've just been consistently
0: good forever. Forever. Their defense is always good.
2: Yeah. But I think they ride and die on Ben Roethlisberger. And I think keeping him healthy for 18 weeks is going to be tough.
0: I just don't think he is the quality that needs to be there to win a Super Bowl.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. But prove me wrong, Ben, because you're one know and you beat who is supposed to win the Super Bowl mm-hmm. the Buffalo Bills this year. I like that. I like Ben. I'm into it. A few other points from around the league, Carl. Mm -hmm. Cam Newton.
2: Heard what's happening with him? He still has no team, but no, I haven't heard.
0: That's correct. But there's rumors that he may go to Washington to uh, reconvene with his old coach.
2: Because Fitzpatrick got hurt.
0: Mm, Interesting. On the IR for the unforeseen future. Do you think he's washed
2: up, or do you think he can still make an impact on a team?
0: I never thought he was capable of winning a Super Bowl. My good friend Aaron Cook was a very big Carolina Panthers fan, and from the beginning I told him that I don't think he is a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. Mm -hmm. He's very fun to watch. He... This is what I think about Super Bowl-winning quarterbacks. They demand respect, even if they're not that good. So they run systems... And they have guys buy in around them. Mm. And he was never that guy. He was always like, look at me, look at me. That's a great point. And I don't like that. I don't think it's winning formula. Right. Like, even a guy like Joe Flacco yeah, is just, he's a system guy. He fit into that Baltimore system so well. And it they just, won Super yep. Bowls around him because their team was so good. He just did his job. But he did his job. Yeah. He was never, he was always the guy that was like, man, the O-line fucking... Rocked out today. I had 97 seconds to throw the ball every <laughs> single time. And when you have 97 seconds to throw the ball, a lot of people can do it. Yeah. Oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fit in anyone. Fit in Mad Stafford. Fit in Derek mm-hmm. Carr. Oh, yeah. Fit
2: in anyone. MVP, man. 90 seconds. Jesus. Do you think he's also similar to Lamar Jackson, another player? 100%. Who is not going to ever win a Super Bowl
0: probably. He has no clue how to avoid contact yes yep you see russell wilson scrambling this week with the cleats up dude he is sliding four yards before he's getting touched which as a seahawks fan i'm all for <laughs> oh he had a great run of third and 10 there oh but it's the same thing man for do i think cam noon's washed up no, I think he has a couple of good years left in him yeah. in terms of like athleticism, but is he going to be a winning quarterback in the NFL? I don't think so because of the style. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, no, I get. I you just mean. don't think it's like same thing as the Baltimore guy we talk about all the time. Lamar is he going to win it? Yeah. Is he going to win a uh, a Super Bowl in his career? Mm-mm. Personally, I don't think so. Unless something changes, unless he becomes more like a Russell Wilson. like At the beginning of, the, of Russ's career, he scrambled. He ran a lot. Right? A lot, yeah. yeah. He, he was the leading rusher on the Seahawks for one season. Remember that? That's wild. It was like five or six years ago, but it was a while ago. But unfortunately, to be a successful football team in the NFL, that can't be the formula.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And it never has been.
3: Mm-mm.
0: Michael Vick never won Super never, Bowls. never. Although he was a ridiculous athlete and so fun to watch. Like who other guys along that line, Russ in it early in his career, Cam Newton for a bunch of years, Lamar Jackson still. Like he's so fun to watch, and he's like a freak athlete, and he's he's just faster than everyone else, but he just takes too many hits, man. Yeah. Or you're getting hit by 280 pound linebackers and every th- third down, yeah. it's not as sustainable. No. And if you're
2: put in a position...
0: That's P.I. Yeah, that's got to be P.I. That's P.I., oh yeah.
2: <laughs> if you're put in a position with like a minute 30 left and you're forced to do something with the ball, you're not going to be able to do anything with your legs. You have to be
1: able to throw and get your receivers involved.
2: You're not going to run. Defense is going to pick that up and going to shut you right down.
1: I mean, a, a lot of great points are being made on the Seahawks Social Podcast this
0: week. Ooh, let's go. Um, Okay. So I got a list of the surprises of the week.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not necessarily surprise, but more just uh, teams to note that are better or worse than we thought they were. Say the Cardinals' win was impressive. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to put them on the list. I'd say the Saints' win was impressive.
2: I was very impressed. Yeah, we were not expecting that.
0: Right? Mm-hmm. Jameis Winston, is he better than we think? Is he a top 10 QB in the NFL? He
2: has the weapons to do it. That's the big thing with the Saints. And their defense, too, is fucking up there.
0: Even the last couple of years, the Saints around Drew Brees have been getting way better than they were in the past, right? Yes. For a lot of years in uh New Orleans, Drew Brees was the guy that mm-hmm. made shit happen and he just figured shit out. He's like a Aaron Rodgers in his prime. He's a Tom Brady in his prime. Like he's he just makes shit happen. And I agree. Their defense and their weapons around, Winston on offense are uh, very they're going to be very interesting to watch. That's why I want to go to that stupid Monday night game October 25th <laughs> in Seattle against the Saints. I think that's going to be a really really good one and a big one for the NFC position. Oh yeah, yeah. It could be, right? Like mm-hmm. that's I don't know what it is, week 9 or something like that. So you like the Saints this year. They so they're on my team. They're on my list of
1: surprises slash like impressive for the week. hmm The there's two on the list of
0: surprises as like worse than I thought they were, which is are the Packers and the Titans.
2: Titans. What the hell happened to the Titans? They got smashed. Yeah. The Cardinals, right? Mm-hmm. 38 to 13.
0: It is It's a league like any other, like unlike any other, right? Mm -hmm. One year to the next are completely different. It's so crazy and which I think makes it so much fun to watch.
1: The Titans last year, over the last two years, maybe, the back half of 2019, do you remember when they went on that crazy playoff
0: run? Yes, yeah. And uh, Henry was just like an unstoppable beast. Tannehill was playing lights out. So you assume that after a year and a half of like really good football and some pickups along the way, they're going to be good. Mm-hmm. And they came out very, very poorly.
2: Very poorly. Yeah, they grabbed Julio Jones this year, right? They have two like tier one receivers. They got Derrick Henry and just 13 points. I don't know. They're also... Uh, the Titans also struggle a little bit because... I feel like they force the run game so much. And sometimes when they fall behind, they get in trouble. And Derrick Henry is not a good option, a receiving running back option. He doesn't catch the ball. Interesting. Okay.
0: I don't watch them enough to know
2: that stuff. So essentially, Derrick Henry gets taken out of the game when they're down. Hmm. And I think that's, that's, that's been a problem in the Titans for a little bit now.
1: Back to what we were talking about last Sorry. week. <laughs> like the No, no, no. This is right
0: on that point, Carl. Last week, we were talking about how important the quarterback position is in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And Ryan Tannehill is not a top five quarterback in the league. So when you're down early against the Cardinals, what is your option? You don't have a guy that can just make shit happen. No. He fits into the system because they're such a good run team, right? Right. But if you're down 13 nothing at the beginning of the game, you're I'm not, not running for three yards anymore. Right? No, it's down 30, nothing like you're saying. And if they're forced to
2: throw, Adrian Brown had four receptions, Julio Jones had three receptions.
0: Yeah, that's not good enough. But it's not good enough because the guy in the premier position is not good enough, I think. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's why, remember, I said it here first. In the offseason, when Aaron Rodgers was doing all this fucked up shit in mm-hmm. Green Bay, I said he needs to go to Tennessee. Go to Tennessee. They need a guy that can throw the football. And if they do, they're a Super Bowl contender. That would be
2: pretty deadly. That would be pretty crazy.
0: Yeah. If you're Aaron Rodgers, why the fuck did you stay there? Just tell people that you want to leave.
1: Say, here's the three teams I want to go to. Mm -hmm. Tennessee. Who else? Who else is up there with a
2: struggling
0: quarterback? Struggling quarterback. Um, the Rams could have been, if you went to the Rams, they're going to win the Super Bowl. That is another but Matt Stafford team. is not good.
2: Yeah. I don't think he's that good. Nope. And the Rams have a great offense and they have an, the best defense. Yeah. That would be a great location. Also San Fran.
0: Yeah. San Fran is struggling hard at the quarterback position.
2: San Fran
1: surprised me. Yeah. But Jimmy G is not a winning quarterback. No, he's not. Who in the AFC? Huh.
0: Baltimore's not going to change their guy. They love that. They love Jackson. Lamar Jackson. They're going to ride him until it's over, yeah. He's just too young, and he's like Mike Vick, and they're like, let's see what the potential yeah. of him is. Yeah.
1: That was a good throw.
0: Patriots? Ah, they don't have the weapons. Well, they did ditch Cam. Yeah. But I don't think they have the good
1: enough supporting guys. No
0: you remember I said that on the podcast though. I was like, the best fit for Aaron Rodgers is Tennessee. Go to Tennessee.
2: That's yeah, no, that sounds really good. It makes sense.
0: What's your salary right now, Mr. Aaron Rodgers? 35 million? Okay. It. Take 25. Go win a go try to win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But if they give up, what did they give up against the Cardinals? 38? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're D 30. maybe.
2: 8 to 13
0: Maybe their D isn't as good as we thought they were.
2: Uh, I just think it's too hard for them when they fall behind. Yeah. I think they're an amazing team. When they're running the ball and they're up ahead. Amazing team when winter comes and no one wants to tackle Derrick Henry.
1: But from behind, they're going to struggle all year. How would you compare Derrick Henry and Christopher Carson?
0: Um...
2: I think as a pure running back, I think Derrick Henry is in a a division above Chris Carson, but Chris Carson gives you the option for receiving and catches. You can actually throw to him.
0: Is there anyone that is better out of the backfield than him?
2: I would have to say Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara up there.
0: Kamara's almost better out of the backfield than he is running the ball there, right?
2: Mm. I think both him and Christian McCaffrey can do both so well. So they're always, a, they're always a threat, man. But Chris Carson is a dual threat like that. He's up there. Because his hands are good, man. He has good Chris hands. Chris Carson is stronger than those two guys, though, isn't he? He is stronger. But He plays different than those guys. Those, yeah. Both those guys are more agile. Like, yes. And Carson plays through people.
0: But his hands are still so good. Yeah. Yes, they are. He doesn't drop the ball out of the backfield. Nope. Just those fumbles every once in a while. But That's fucked, fuck. man. Remember... We have this group chat, me, Carl, Lucas, and Carson put the ball on the ground this week. I said, oh, shit, I hope it's not 2019 all over again. Because I think it was 2019 or 2018. It was 2019. 2019, we had like six fumbles early in the year. Yeah. Seemed like every week. It's crazy. The NFL is a ridiculous sport, and I'm sure there's some sort of like timing and luck involved in these Types
1: of situations where things go badly. But as a guy like Chris Carson, you're a veteran in the league
0: now. How long have you been in the league? Six years, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. You got to figure that out, man.
2: Especially when you're getting hit.
0: Yeah. You got to figure out how to keep it secure.
2: You can't be a running back to fumbles. It just doesn't work. No. There's too many
0: running backs,
1: right? Yes, yeah, yeah. There's too
0: many athletic guys that are Somewhat built like you that Mm -hmm. can
1: run hard. Here's a question. What percentage is based on what percentage of a running back having a good year is based on the O line versus your ability? 70 30, 50 50? Oh, what do you think? Because I want to, yeah, my firm belief in the
0: NFL is the guys that. Deserve a lot of credit, but get zero credit is the O-line. O-line, yep. Those guys are straight animals. I'd say 70-30.
2: I think they're just so important, man. That's where everything happens.
0: I think there's a lot of skill in receiving the ball. And in that next 0.2 seconds, Mm -hmm. understanding what is happening right in front of you. My right guard is going this way and the guy's coming off of him to the left. I need to cut right. Like, that split-second reaction is so important. Oh, yeah. And I give the running backs a lot of credit for that stuff. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if you have holes every play, it's pretty easy. Look at what happened to Le'Veon Bell. He was amazing
2: in the Steelers, goes to the Jets, can't do anything, isn't even in the league anymore.
0: 100%. And there's there's dozens of stories like that, right? Dozens, yeah. It's a – man, we said last week – the NFL is a ridiculously complex sport. It's crazy. There's so many moving parts on every single play. And if one thing doesn't work, you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: But like even have, like an old line is so like, it just gives more time for the QB. You run the ball better. It's so important. Yeah. You can't replace it. There's a reason the good teams go and search and find these guys and pay these guys.
0: There's a reason that a guy like Dwayne Brown, yeah, has been in the NFL for a long time, and at the beginning of a year, has the leverage to demand what he wants, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. because he provides a level of security for your most important player in the league,
3: mm-hmm.
0: your quarterback, Russell Wilson. He provides a level of security for that guy, right? Yes. Every game, you know. That no one is going to hit you from the backside because Dwayne Brown is your left guard, right? That's so nice. It's it's wild. Yeah. And he's been doing it for 12 years. He's 36, (laughs) man. Good for him. Maybe longer. Longer than 12 years. 14 years. 13 or 14 years. Probably got in the NFL when he was 22, 23. That's wild.
1: Okay, let's talk about the Hawks. I mean, we're 1-0. We're obviously excited. The, there's so many things that we
0: could talk about in that week. And Carl's looking at his watch, so obviously we got time constraints <laughs> here tonight. No so way. So we can't talk about them all. But what I liked early on in the game is that there was so much more play action. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, last year, how many times did we talk about we need to do more play action? We need to get Russell Wilson out of the pocket. We understand the O-line is not good. Mm-hmm. Last year was not good. So how do you create time for your best player in the, in the, on the team? Is you get them outside the guys that are not good. At exactly, yeah. During, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So go off of Chris Carson, handoffs, bootlegs, get them rolling out of the pocket. And they did way more of that this, this week. Oh, yeah. And it's so fun to watch and so exciting when, like, <laughs> the TV doesn't show you the entire game. Which kind of sucks. That's why it's so much fun to be at the games and like be able to see what is developing behind the line of scrimmage because that's all you get to
1: see on the TV. But as Russell Wilson is fake handoff bootleg, he's got so much time, so much. And time. the second play of the game was a prime
0: example where it was like I think they ran I don't know whatever they ran on the first play, but second play was like fake handoff and he bootlegged the other way and he had like nine seconds it seemed like to throw the ball yeah and even if it doesn't result in anything he can run for like four or five yards and it's an easy quick gain yep but the fact that there's so much time for him to make a read and make a throw a guy like russell wilson is most likely going to make a good decision in that time versus yes three-step drop and getting smashed in the forehead
2: Oh, yeah. You can't even compete.
0: Your offense actually
2: gets You're, a chance to develop, right?
0: At that time, totally. And when he's outside the pocket, he's getting an op- like the option to go through reads versus three-step drop. My first read is covered. I'm getting hit in the chest. Yeah. Yeah. I like, man, it seemed like in the second half, there, maybe we're playing towards the lead a little bit, a little bit which... It is what it is. They won the game. That's all that really matters. Who cares? Mm-hmm. But the first half was really fun to watch.
2: It was really fun, man. The offense looks really, really good and clean. The, the biggest thing that I noticed this year is Russell Wilson is under center a lot. And mm. their offense is a lot less predictable. So they'll have, they'll have, like, they'll have, set, they'll have it set up. And they'll, have, they'll run the same play, but they'll have three good options out of that play. Yeah. I feel like last year, they would, put, they would line up in specific ways and teams figured out what plays they were running.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I think like that L.A. game, right, in divisional round when the guy picked it off, they knew exactly what play was because more lined up exactly where they saw him in film. Yeah. So th- I think it was a lot less predictable, a lot smoother he did, they did a lot more no huddle, right? Just go, went right back to it. Yep. And they can run these plays two, three times back-to-back back and have four or five different options. Totally. And that's fucking sweet to see, man.
0: We know, like, it was really exciting for me to see Gerald Everett step into a big role. And I think you had some hesitations about him because he was like the backup in LA. He just didn't do anything before, but I knew he's a
2: freak athlete. That's what I've been hearing.
0: And he looked phenomenal. They had
2: right? him yeah, they had him in a wide receiver set on the outside too. This guy yeah. can play, man.
0: Yeah, he's, I'm pumped. Dude, he's fun to watch. It seemed like he was pumped to be out there in a in an exciting offense. It seemed like he was pumped to be involved. I don't know how many catches he had. How many catches did he have? I think two. That's it? That's it. That. Man. Two for 20 yards and touchdown. Yeah. So it's crazy watching the games and I guess both of those catches maybe were like at important parts of the game or were, I don't know, third down or like something like that where they're impactful yes, and you remember them. You do. But as a fan watching, it seemed like he had a much bigger part in the game than having two receptions.
2: I know. It just happens at the right time, right? And it, it changes the entire swing of the game, so it feels like he's been involved way more.
0: And I think we were talking about this before we started the podcast, but like they didn't have a lot of offensive plays. No. But they were so efficient with, with what they did, right? So they had 27 rushes for 140 yards, and they, Russell Wilson was 18 for 23 yeah. with 254 yards. The
2: entire team had 18 receptions. That's not a lot.
0: That's not a lot of plays. But both teams were... The game clock runs down quickly when there's no incompletions, right? Yeah, the running. Like, yeah. Carson Wentz started the game... I don't know what it was like, sixteen for eighteen or something, right? So when there's no incompletions, the clock is running all the time,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and same with Wilson, right? He was in the first half. I think he had three touchdowns and two incompletions. Yeah. So
1: it's a quick game, and I guess there's less plays when just not yeah. the clock just keeps going. Because so
0: let's look at Indianapolis had sixty-eight snaps. They had thirty rushes and thirty-eight pass attempts yeah, and the Seahawks had 60, 27 rushes and 23 pass attempts. So I'd say that's probably on the lower end of what you're going to see this year. Yeah. Oh yeah. And the Seahawks were up fairly big early in the game. So the second half was a little more conservative than I think we're going to see for the rest of the season, but it is really fun and exciting to see the offense
1: Clicking, early in the game, mm-hmm. scoring a lot of points in the first half, and listening to press conferences after the game with Pete and Russ
0: and Lockett and DK and Carson. It's really cool to see how much they respect Waldron already.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and all of them were talking about how just like different and dynamic the play calling was and. They're just running a lot of different things that
1: have more options, mm-hmm. which is so exciting for how we progress through the season because there's a lot of good
0: teams on our schedule.
2: Yes, I know.
0: There, there's a lot right? of good teams. There's a lot. Yeah. A
2: tough schedule this year.
0: Which is kind of the opposite of last year. Last year we played a lot of sh- mediocre, shitty teams. hmm <laughs> Especially early in the year. It's just the fucking the NFC West is so difficult too. NFC right? West is so tough. Like we automatically have six
3: yeah. really difficult yeah. games every single yeah. season. Yeah.
0: And then we're playing Tennessee next week, which I assume is coming off a shitty loss, and they're gonna be
1: pissed and they're
0: they underperform for sure. They can do
2: 100%. it. 100 yeah. percent Yeah.
1: That's what in good game. Seattle. I don't know. I'm still picking a W there. I look at our schedule, man, and I'm so excited. The
2: Titans, Vikings, 49ers, Rams.
0: It's gonna be really, really, really interesting to see the that week. What is it, week four and five, where we're playing the uh Niners and Rams back to back. Just to see like how this division measures up against each other. Yep.
2: Yeah. And then I think even against the Steelers and Saints. Dude, I think the Saints games. are way
0: better than I thought they were. Yeah. I thought the Saints were going to be like a 500 team this year. Just a write-off with no Drew Brees. But you know? after smashing the Packers, I don't know. Maybe they're, maybe they're a top five team in
2: the league. I don't know. So that's another tough game.
0: We got the Packers this year too. We're Packers 56-3. <laughs> to three. At that point, so that's week 10. At that point, Aaron Rodgers may be gone. Yeah. Who knows? He may be hung over for that game. Like, just doesn't care anymore. It's, man, I don't know if it's me just caring more, but it seems like every year gets more and more interesting. (laughs) Like, I'm looking weeks and weeks and weeks ahead and being like, oh, that's a fun matchup. I never did that before. But I think the Titans is going to be a fun one. Mm Mm-hmm. The Vikings. What did they do week one? They're on one. They lost against who?
3: Um, Kirk
0: Cousins is another guy that I know. in the right system. I know, like a Matt Stafford, like a Jared Goff, like a Ryan Tannehill. Like they're all the same human. Is it, it just me, Are no, they
2: all the same white guy? You can interchange him, and the records of those teams would not change. Exactly. The they lost twenty-seven. 24. Derek Carr put him in yes, that category. Yeah. They lost to the Bengals.
0: Same shit, man.
2: They lost to the Bengals? They lost to the Bengals in overtime. Oh, baby. So that was uh what's his name? Joe Bur- Burrows. Burrows, yeah. Burrows. I think he had a pretty good game. He had a, yeah, two sixty-one yards, two touchdowns. They won by three?
0: They won by three. Fuck. I was watching that overtime and it was tragic offensively. So
1: bad, yeah. Watched the first like 10 minutes and no one did anything, but good for Burrows. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, let's like quickly go through their season. Yeah. So, they're 1-0.
0: They play the Titans next week. I'm thinking that's a win at home. Then they're in Minnesota. Then they're at the Niners. Then they're at home on a Thursday night, short week against the Rams. Mm -hmm. That's That's a pretty tough stretch, actually. So, they're at the Niners, home against the Rams, at the Steelers, home against the Saints. So the next four games, the Vikings are the
2: easiest game, and three of those are very That's tough. That's four
0: hard games in a row, I think. You think Vikings are going to be good? No, no, no. I think, I think they should be 3-0. Yeah.
1: And then they have four really tough games in a row. It's very tough, yeah, yeah.
2: So you, you think they're going to beat the Titans next
0: week? <laughs>
1: I mean, we're going to get to score predictions, and based on week
0: one, Carl's basically going to be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus.
2: I think at halftime, I thought I fucked up, but then the third quarter really slowed down.
0: Carl and I were messaging at halftime, and I picked th- I picked the CX, we're going to score 38 points, yeah. and at halftime, they had 21. They were on pace for you, yeah. And I said, I told you they were going to yeah. score a lot of points.
2: <laughs> one more touchdown. Yeah, then oh, they didn't man. score
0: in the third quarter. <laughs> Man, the NFL is so good It is by far the best time of year man in the fall. It's so good. there's so many things we could talk about one one that we
1: everyone should point out is that uh what's his name? Something Ramsey what's Ramsey's first name?
0: uh Jalen Jalen Ramsey is a fucking baller man he's a. He is a Jamal Adams. When yep. you watch him, he's involved in every single defensive play. It's so weird how they're, they're so good at that, eh? They just, they he's, know. He's more athletic than the other kids. He just, his um, intuition, his like, he just understands. And the game moves slower for people like yeah. that, I think.
1: Yeah. I think they just see
0: things differently. He is a, he's crazy to watch, man. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch that game super closely last night, but like it seemed like he was involved in most defensive plays. Yeah. And then throwing Aaron Donald and good luck, man. Yeah. On the same team, dude. Remember when Ramsey was available and the Seahawks were talking to him? It's like, man, I, I th- hope I hope he comes to the Seahawks. He seems like a like he'd be a pretty good because <laughs> he was on the Jags, right? Or something crazy. I know. And then the it's literally the worst when a team in your division gets one of the best defensive players I know. in the league. Yeah. It's not ideal. No. But Aaron Donald. Do you think they're that good? So, my yeah. interpretation of the Rams last night was they're a good football team, but they're not great yet. And I thought the Bears were mediocre and they didn't put them away till late in the game. Yeah, And the Bears moved the ball pretty good on them and fucked up a couple times on fourth and four. I don't know why they were going for it mm-hmm. early in the game.
2: Also, the Bears just had a couple of, like possessions where they just completely lost the uh, wide receiver. I don't so, know. It's tough to say. I, I can't really judge him on that game. Cause... I'm not as excited about the Rams
0: as I thought going into the year. Hmm. But who do they play next week?
2: But Chicago's defense should still be one of the better ones in the league. Because guys like Khalil Mack and stuff, but
1: um so there Ooh. This would be a fun. I don't know what's happening outside
0: right now, but <laughs> there is a fucking full construction zone happening outside. Do you someone to clean your deck or what? I just forgot. It sounds like a compressor is having like a heart attack out there. <laughs> so the Rams have the Colts next week, which they should win. Yeah. I'd be interested in watching that game though, just to compare to how we played the Rams this week and mm-hmm. they play at 10 next week, which is awesome. Cause we play a one and then they play the bucks. It's a hard game, which will be super fun to watch. Yeah. Cause it soo- Should we close that door? <laughs> it sounded like the... or To me, it looked like the Dallas Cowboys are better than we thought. Yeah. But also the Bucks were also better than we thought. The Bucs are good. Bucks are very good.
2: Lots of weapons. The defense is
0: top tier. Imagine if Aaron Rodgers went there. They'd just, win like nine Super Bowls in a row. Just a straight up trade, one for one. Yeah, they just got rid of their shitty quarterback and put a good quarterback in there. <laughs> They'd win the Super Bowl I mean, even harder, dude. I'd fucking make that trade.
1: <laughs> and then the Cardinals and then the Seahawks, they play us. So they have a stretch there too. They have three. Because
2: Cardinals I'm also very interested in, right? Were they actually as good as they played or was that kind of a fluke game?
0: And who are they? What's their schedule look like?
2: Is Kyler <clears throat> Murray the real dealer? Is it going to be a breakout season for him?
0: This is so fun for me, man. I love this shit. Just predictions. And so just... they play the Vikings next week, which they should win. Then yeah. the Jags, which they'll win. The layups. And yeah. then at the Rams, which will be so fun to watch on October third. Man, it's so cool. Every week, man, has such good games. That was huge. Second and twenty. Yeah. That was the big one.
2: <laughs> That's the thing that we would have never seen before on a second and twenty. And I think that they can the, fucking
0: run the football on second and 20. And
2: the defense was not expecting that from the Seahawks. No. And that's what happens. 100%. I love it. Also, I got to, for Gerald Everett, I saw that the Seahawks were running uh, two tight ends a couple times. Disley with and Disley? Everett.
0: I so Disley is good. He is good. He had that shitty injury, right? He tore his Achilles, which yeah. puts you over a year, basically. And he was
2: playing so well when he tore it. He's lights out.
0: I think with it, Russ. Yeah. Like Russ makes people better. Yeah. But I think like the
2: double tight end is going to be so good in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Like if they can figure out their connections again and have two tight ends like that, whoo.
0: I'm excited. They're so good in the red zone.
2: Yeah. They're so good because of Russell Wilson, right? Evenly, yeah. Like Metcalf, his throw to Metcalf, perfect. No DB or no cornerback in the league is going to fucking stop that catch.
0: And that is a ridiculously easy catch. For, did easy. you see how easy it was, it was for him? so easy. It's like his hand. Remember when you were a kid Yeah, and you had that, it was a black plastic circle that you put on your hand and had a strap on the back and had Velcro on the of front. Of course. that's how you thing, threw yeah. tennis balls at each yeah. other. <laughs> that's what it looks like when DK Metcalf catches the ball. The, it just, the it ball, just, ball like, disappears hits his, in his gloves, eh? It just <laughs> hits his glove and it's just stuck there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's his like hands are so big, and it, I but it was, it was, it was, that's it was what just, that one looked like. It was just it was like, a simple yep,
2: post, post route. Easy. Unguardable. Unguardable, for him, hundred percent.
0: Man, they're so fun to
2: watch. Oh my god! And like, oh, Lockett and Metcalf with Russell Wilson, the extra time he's getting and letting these guys actually develop, like down plays downfield. Man, I really, really like this offense.
0: We know the offense is good, though. So let's defense time share a little bit of light on the defense and how. I don't, know. I don't know if I want to say surprised, but excited about how good the D-line was. And we know, everyone that's a Seahawks fan knows that the the weak spot in our team right now is corners. Yeah. And the corners don't have to do shit. Nothing. If the D-line gets the quarterback every yep. play. Rasheem Green was lights out. Yes, he was. And are. I'm so pumped to see that kid play again. Four tackles, one sack. Forceful. Dude, he was involved Cute. all the time.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And... Benson. Mayoa? He's a young guy too, right? I Yeah, but he's one of those guys that the Seahawks found and have been developing. And I think this year he's going to have a breakout year. I'm calling
0: it right here. It's funny because on the depth chart, LJ Collier was starting. Yeah. And then like two hours before the game, they announced him as not playing.
2: He's... Yeah.
0: And so I, I don't know what happened to him or if he was injured or what happened, but like the day before he was on the depth chart of starting.
3: Because
0: mm-hmm. LJ is also a pick by the Seahawks. He was drafted by them. But if Rasheem Green is that good and LJ know, Collier is I now know. the backup, yeah, I like it. I like this D-line. I also noticed that last, last year the Seahawks played a lot
2: of 4-3, so they had four defensive, and now they're doing a 3-4. So they're playing four linebackers. Which is great because I think that's her strength right now, right?
0: What's the big guy in the middle?
2: Big guy
1: in the middle. Um, On the... Uh, Moan Mon or Monet? Monet.
0: Is it Mon or Monet? No idea. Because the commentators were calling him Monet, and I was like, I don't think that guy's French. He's French? French? <laughs> he doesn't look French to me. They're all wee-wee. But that guy, whatever his name is, Moni, mm-hmm. Monet, Moan. big dude in the middle. I like. Honestly, I. Th- you think that you think they're better at three four? I just think they I have. I think they're better at four three.
2: But they have so many good linebackers, man.
0: They don't. No, they have three.
1: Oh, they have Wagner. They have Brooks, and they have Barton. I
2: guess so, eh?
0: Right.
1: And then D ends is what they, they picked
2: up
0: a lot of D linemen. That's right. Right.
2: That's right. So
0: they have, who, let's see their depth chart. Cause on the outside, Rasheem Green, Rasheem Green, LJ yep. Collier, uh, Dunlap, Woods and Ford. Those guys are on the inside. Inside. Yeah. Woods, inside those guys. Ford and Mo- Moni, <laughs> whatever his name is. Brian. We gotta decide right now what his name is, is gonna be for the rest of the season. I think it's Monet. You think it's French? I think, I think he's
2: a fancy dude. Fuck. His first name is Brian.
0: Je m'appelle Monet. Alright, fuck. Let's do it. Monet. <laughs> we'll,
1: we'll take it. <laughs> Brian Monet. Woods. And what was the other guy? Puna? And Robinson,
0: Alton Robinson, he's an D- mm-hmm. outside guy. We got a lot of guys on the a front line, man. A lot of guys, man. eh? Yeah. Dude, I think that's why they were, they were uh, very effective this week is because they got a lot of guys, and they moved guys in and out a lot. Usually jump. DNs are in there playing 60 snaps a game, mm-hmm. and they're just fucking exhausted. But if you got four guys that are good DNs,
1: they play half the time, their lights out, man. They're fresh. Man, I'm pumped. No, the deal looked
2: good. It was exciting. A lot of good we things. We
0: still need two corners. So if anyone out there has a corner that they're willing to trade to the Seahawks for little, we're interested. Because Trey Flowers is not good yet. We discovered that again this week. Yeah. I don't understand why Pete Carroll loves this guy. He's not good at football cards. He's We've
2: not. talked about him so many times, especially last year, too. He's just not good yet. Big mistakes.
0: He's a liability. He can't cover people. He made a few good tackles, which, okay, let's make some tackles. You should be a strong safety then. But he cannot cover people.
2: Fuck our, yeah. I think our defensive line really helped for quarterbacks. Read
0: is tiny. Did you notice that? Know. How small he is? He's, He's got to be guy. like 5'9", a buck 60. <laughs> <laughs> what? Let's see what he actually is.
2: Dude, he's small. He's actually three feet tall. No, you're right. He's 5'9.
1: Yes. Thank you. He's so small. Wow. Where is he? Reed. He had to have a tackle. He's got to be on this list. DJ Reed. DJ Reed. 5'9.
0: He's not 193 pounds. There's no, no chance. chance. No, no chance. Way. Man, they're just so young at corner, hey? Eh? Yeah. Tree Flowers is what? 25? And infi? DJ Reed's 24. I think cornerbacks, man. Could you imagine if Sidney Jones comes in and he's just an absolute stud? That would be wonderful. He's just a Richard Sherman. What are they saying about him right now? I know what I'm saying about him. You like him? I'm saying I hope he's fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> he's
2: also another young guy.
0: Okay, he's at 96. the Jacks for three years, but he was, he's
1: he's twenty five. Was he their best corner? Fuck out of the Jacks! Did he even dress this week? I don't think so. I didn't see him in the game. No,
0: I didn't see him at all. Pete, Peter, let's get Sidney Jones
1: out there because our corners fucking suck, man. We need some help.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know what doesn't need help is our D line, which is fucking awesome because last year, that's
0: all we talked about is yeah, any quarterback looks like a superstar against us because they have 19 seconds to throw the ball.
2: I actually felt bad for Carson Wentz a
0: couple times, man. He was by himself. But how good did it feel as a Seahawks fan that had to deal with last year and every quarterback in the league picking us apart, didn't matter who it was. Then getting the response from this year. I don't know who the guy was. Kenny, whatever his name was, that was commentating on the game. Kenny something. But they were all over the Seahawks D-line. Man, Carson Wentz is just under pressure here every time he drops back. Love that. Absolutely love it. Hope that lasts the whole season. It makes fun. It makes
2: de- watching defense fun, man, right?
0: So much more fun.
2: Before it was always a liability. You're like, oh shit, here we go again. The ball's right? in the air. Oh yeah, god! I oh hope man! So. <laughs> yeah. But now you get pumped. You get amped, man. It's good. It's <laughs> fun. Hopefully that should, that keeps going.
1: Rashad Penny. He got injured, eh? Man, that guy is a cardboard box. Yeah. What uh, do you know? What
2: happened in the game? I don't even really see. God. He like two. He's touches. only out there for. I, I was gonna say
0: he only touched the ball a few times,
2: and he's not playing for week two already.
0: He's on the IR. Isn't that like long term?
2: Yeah, injury reserve. Otherwise, he'd be questionable.
0: So what Rushing. happens there? Penny had two touches for eight yards. Are we gonna see Alex Collins? I hope so. I like that guy in the. He had, we're, Collins wasn't even on the squad this week. No.
1: What. We, preseason monster but I like Collins a lot yeah I mean I would assume Collins is the second guy next week
3: yep Uh, yeah yeah over homer he takes
0: penny spot yeah DJ Dallas is their uh, kick returner yes so and he's Honestly, he's like a fun young guy to watch. I don't know if he's gonna be a great running back because he's too small. How big is he? He's five yeah. ten two fourteen. That's actually bigger than I thought. I thought he was gonna be
1: smaller. But Collins had a great preseason. Great preseason, and he was fun. Watch- he he's good last year.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. I see
2: him. Uh... <laughs> Do you think he has a chance to take the number two spot
0: permanently? You know what I fucking love? Well, I uh, Yes, I do. Because yes. R- Rashad Penny is just proving year in, year out. You can't count on him. That he is
1: fragile. Yeah.
0: And you know what I, I was going to say? You know what I love? Carson had 91 yards on 16 carries. That is fucking productive. That's efficient as fuck, right? That's good. He didn't touch the ball a lot. Almost at 100 yards. Yeah, wow. The offense was efficient as, as shit. Really efficient. For the little bit of amount of time they had the
2: ball Totally. me. Yeah, they made it work. I don't know if I have much else. No, I think we've
0: covered I, everything. Th- these are literally my notes. Ramsey is very good at football. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers has no interest in being in Green Bay. We talked about that. Um, My next point, you're going to laugh at this. It's funny because people... So every week that I watch the NFL and the Seahawks football games. I just have a note in my phone and I just write down notes as I think of them or as things pop into my head. So this is another note. Penny out for Penny out IR. It's funny because people liked golf and that guy is a tragic QB. (laughs) He's not good. Stafford is way better, but still middle of the road guy. Can Stafford win? And then I wrote down the stat. <laughs> Stafford's record in Detroit against teams that have a winning record was six and 64.
2: That is horrible. Why? I don't understand. And people take him off this team and think he's going to be like a division one quarterback, like a tier one quarterback. Why? He's never really proved anything.
1: He
0: was
2: huh. kind
1: of fun to
0: watch when he had Megatron with him. Yeah, just because Megatron is a free... Because you just throw the ball yeah. as high as you can. 50, 50, it's like DK. same 50-50 ball, Or yeah. like Lockett, right? Like that first touchdown to Lockett was hilariously good for Lockett, right? Mm-hmm. Like Russell Wilson does a really good job of understanding the humans that are around him and just putting the ball in a position where they're the only one that can make a play. Yeah. And that first touchdown was a prime example where it was like third and, I don't know, whatever it was, third and six, something like that. And he was under extreme pressure and he just threw the ball the opposite of where Lockett's route was going. Lockett, Lockett was running like a deep post to the left side of the end zone and he threw it to the middle right of the end zone and Lockett just made a ridiculous adjustment and made a catch. Yeah, And it's so fun to watch athletes that are so good at what they're doing make those types of plays. Oh my god. It's so crazy. I hope he's so fun. That. Like people that don't really maybe know football that well mm-hmm. would watch that and be like, "Oh, they scored a touchdown." I know. Yeah. Whereas like for me, I'm watching it and being like, "That was a ridiculous athletic move by Russell Wilson to get the football off yeah. and to throw it in a position that his guy could make a play." Mm-hmm. And then Lockett makes a ridiculous adjustment. And it's a t- It's seven points instead of a punt. Yeah. That's unbelievable.
2: The morale and what it does too. Man, Lockett is very, very impressive at tracking the ball.
0: He's, man. And adjustments, like so good. We're talking about, so we're, he does not get the credit that he deserves, Mm -hmm. I think. And we watch him all the time. So we like, we see every week. Every week he has good weeks, man. He had four receptions for 100 yards and two touchdowns. He had a 1,000 yards last year. How many touchdowns did he have last year? I don't know. Six million. Not that many. He's a good... He's good, man. (laughs) Maybe 15 touchdowns, something like that. Something like that. 14 or 15. He's really good, and I think he is in, like, literally the premier system for him Mm -hmm. because he has DK. Yes. Beside him. Yeah. And other teams are like, holy shit, we've never seen a kid that looks like this. Mm -hmm. We should probably guard him with two guys. Yeah. And Lockett's like, sure. Yeah. I'll take I'll take them.
2: Which is exactly what we saw <laughs> you can this throw week. To me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 100%. Zero. And then he has Russell
1: Wilson, yeah. who is one of the all-time greats at throwing deep passes. All-time.
3: Mhm.
1: Like and Lockett is a short fast guy that is specialized in running deep
0: patterns. Yeah. He's just in a he's in a perfect system, man. He's like a I don't watch Tyreek Hill a lot. Yeah. But is he like a Tyreek? Is he the same as Tyreek Very, Tyreke very Hill? similar. He just short guy. So scary. So fast. In the open field, it's
2: so and scary. And great hands. Like yeah. he
0: can just, he'll, he'll catch the ball when it's thrown to
2: yeah. him. Yeah. And he'll adjust and he'll like to play. Yeah. yeah. Very, they're both very, very similar. But dude, he's so fast. Like when he undressed that guy, dude, his head went one way, the hips went the other, and the guy almost fell.
0: The corner post? Yeah. Oh, baby.
2: He had him so no chance. And Russ
0: underthrew him by five yards. Yeah. It's wild. I hope to see more of that. It's so fun. Okay, so I have one other point to make. The Colts passed the ball 38 times this week. You know what I'm going to say? No. Colts passed the ball 38 times this week. Jamal Adams was targeted zero times. Really? Really? That's the effect that a guy like that has on the on on a team and on a game plan. Wow, is we talked about is he worth eighteen million dollars a year?
1: And my comment last week was, I think he's underpaid. He is such a team guy. Yeah, he is. He by
0: far has the most energy on the team, <laughs> and that is up against Pete Carroll, who's like seventy-seven. Oh, man. Good for him. Yeah and is jumping up and down every single goddamn play of the football game. He's up against Russell Wilson, who, dude, man, my eyes get watery when I'm watching this on TV on Sundays. When Russell Wilson throws a touchdown pass, he's fucking clapping and fist-pumping himself every fucking time. And it is unbelievable. Like, it's so cool to watch how excited and passionate these dudes are about fucking winning football games. And it makes me a bigger fan.
2: That's what I hear. I hear that like Russ is just one of the most positive guys. And I hear that the the new offensive coordinator is very similar. He's very positive, very cheer. And I, I hear that him
0: and Wilson get along very well. Lockett said that in, uh, in an interview I watched today. They asked him about Mark Waldron. And yes. he said, I know a lot about football. And that guy teaches me something every day. Yeah. And... His, literally, these were his two comments. He said that, and then he's like, and he's the most positive person Mm. on our football team.
2: It's fucking great, man. Dude, it's so... When your best offensive players love your offensive
0: coordinator, like... Versus last year when (gasps) everyone was fucking butting heads. Yeah. 100%. And Jamal Adams is that on the defense, man. It seems like, as a fan watching,
2: like, Adams is so... Rah, rah. He's having
0: so much fun, eh? So... It's cool when that personality matches up with the best kid on the team, right? Mm, Yes. Like that kid is so athletic. He's involved in every fucking tackle, whether it's a run play or a pass play. Yes. He's right there. And he's your best friend at the same time. Yeah. It's so cool. I think guys like Trey Flowers and DJ Reed will be better because... Jamal Adams is on their team.
2: You know you have like a guy of that caliber, kind of backing you up and got, and he has your back, right? One hundred percent. I agree. I mean, yeah, I think.
0: His but age, that's a cool stat. right? He's
2: underpaid, man. He's underpaid. That's what. I, that's a fucking fantastic stat. I can't. They track everything. It's crazy.
0: It's crazy.
2: But like you said, he's so similar to Jalen Ramsey, right? They're just on every play, you and like. The quarterback, they, they plan the game for these guys to avoid running plays to their side.
0: Keeping- so if you had the option of Jalen Ramsey or Jamal Adams, who would you pick? And let me preface it with this, because this is the way my head works. Yeah. is A corner is a very specified position. It's like a receiver. Yeah, it is. You're only good when the ball comes your direction versus... A Jamal Adams is a game changer because you can run so many different options on your defense around a guy that is a strong safety.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You can blitz. You can have him like covering the running backs out of the backfield. Yes. You can have him dropping back and covering receivers. Yeah, there's so many different options versus a corner. A corner usually is just covering the best receiver in on the team. It's one on one, right? Right. Yeah. And when you're the Seahawks and you have two A one receivers. You double-team Metcalf or you put your best corner on Metcalf and Lockett has two touchdowns and 150 yards, right? Yeah, yeah. Vice versa, same thing.
2: Whereas a guy like Jamal Adams is putting pressure on the quarterback, right? Helping everybody. And you have
0: no fucking idea what he's doing every play. Yeah. Right? Whereas Jalen Ramsey is a great cover guy. Yeah. No matter who is up against him, the best receiver of all time, he's going to make plays. It is what it is. He's so athletic and he's he was fun to watch last night. I was watching him because I knew when he was up for sale. I say for sale, but like (laughs) when he was picking a new team basically two years ago, the Seahawks talked to him, I think. And I think the Seahawks were in discussion as like a top three team that he would go to. Mm -hmm. And he went to the Rams, and I was like, I think we missed something there. Cause he seemed like a Richard Sherman. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like outspoken, athletic. Cocky, can back it up, but very good. Yes. Yeah. And I watched him last night pretty closely, and he he's a stud. He's a real deal, he's man. He's a stud. Yeah, yeah he's so yeah, good. Yeah. But if but he if at you that get position him, position versus a strong safety position, which I think just has more impact on a game. I like Jamal Adams, man.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So basically, what happened two years ago was Ramsey didn't work out for the Seahawks. We didn't get him. He went to LA. And then they went after him, Adams. So we, we would only have one or the other, right? we never have both. It seemed like it because they both get paid a lot of money. Yeah, because there's they're no very way. good. <laughs> so can you have both on your team with Bobby Wagner, who also makes like 15 million, whatever, a year? Fuck. So if you have those three guys, it's like 55 like, million right there, right? Exactly. 50 million. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think teams can afford that. So it's two of the three. You just so much. I love. Yeah. yeah, he's been one of the top three linebackers in the league for a decade. He had
2: the most tackles last game, dude. He's had nine years
0: in a row with a hundred plus tackles.
2: You you always talk about like no one talking enough about Russell Wilson.
0: What about Bobby Wagner? No one talks about him ever. It's a funny position, man. It's a funny position that. You are relied upon so much yeah. for every single play. for a run play, for a pass play, for <laughs> you have uh, to do it all. Rushing the passer, yeah. for dropping back in coverage for literally everything. And Outside of the top like five or 10 re- linebackers in the league, no one knows your name.: right? I know. So Bobby Wagner is a guy for sure, but like, Luke Keekley is a guy that everyone knows. But there's like a handful of guys in the league that everyone knows their name. And outside of that, zero. Yeah. Versus every quarterback in the league. Every wide receiver. Most most NFL fans know your name, right? Yeah, I know. Derek Carr. Who gives a fuck about Derek Carr? He sucks at football for his position comparatively to other guys in the league. But let's say he's the 15th ranked quarterback in the league. Mm -hmm. 18th ranked quarterback in the league. Everyone still knows his name.
1: Yeah. You couldn't name the top five linebackers in the league, probably, right? No, no, I couldn't. Seven, ten, you don't know. But
0: they're so impactful, man. Bobby Wagner, 100%. It's just a diff- It's a weird sport. It's a weird sport where the quarterback is by far the premier position in the league, yeah. and a good quarterback makes $40 million a year. Yeah. The best defensive player in the league, Aaron Donald, makes 20. I know, right? Half. Yeah. And then your top three linebackers in the league probably make between 15 and 20. Mm -hmm. So less than half of a premier quarterback. It's wild. Yeah. It's just a weird sport.
1: And that's why it's the best. (laughs) The best, I agree. Not even close. You know I love golf. Golf is fucking sweet too.
0: And golf is so cool for so many different reasons. Like it's individual. And the only way you get paid is if you show up every week. Mm-hmm. That's fucking weird, right? It is like weird. Imagine, imagine if you showed up to an NBA game and you're LeBron James, and it's like, if you score 20 points a game, this game, you get $1 million. Yeah. Yeah. If you score 30, I know, you get 1.8. If you score 40, you get 2.6. So there's a These... lot of.
2: Like the sports, the single individual sport, like tennis is the same thing too, totally. right? You have no one to fall back on, no one to count on. Totally. If you, you, can't, you can't ask for a sub, man, like yeah. what the fuck? It's all on you.
0: Yeah. If you're not feeling, like every basketball player has off games. Yeah. And in golf, it's just like you miss the cut and you make literally zero.
2: In basketball, you can just go to your second player, third player, rely on, right? Whatever, make it work,
0: figure it out, but... You yeah. can take a break
3: for yeah. five minutes. You can yeah. get subbed off. Yeah.
0: You can just go onto the sideline and contemplate life in your head. In golf, it's like you got to make this eight-footer for par, bro. Figure it out.
2: Man. It's
0: I kinda, different. I kinda, but,
2: yeah, I kind of regret never playing a sport like that at a high level, like by yourself. Like fighting is the same thing too. Mm-hmm. I feel like you learn so many things about yourself that way, right? Like, ugh, what were you going to say? It is cool.
0: I still think football's better. Yeah. The reason I like football so much is because it's, like you touched, you said it last week, is it's so complex. Yeah. Deep. There's dozens of moving parts on every single play, and Mm -hmm. it's so crazy. And it's so cool. Like, you have one weak link, and other teams just expose it. A touchdown. Wide open touchdown, yeah. Like, we comment every week that our corners are the weakest part of our team. and against a, let's say, subpar offense last week, they get exposed on plays.
2: Yes, they do, yeah.
0: Right? Like, plays that shouldn't be 25-yard gains mm-hmm. just happen.
1: And it's, uh, as an athlete, would you prefer, and
0: I know your background is the same as mine, like playing team sports and you're yeah. relying on other people and... Yes, you can kind of take the game over when you're feeling it. And in the, like, towards the end of the game, you can take the mm-hmm. shot or whatever. But in football, when you're a, def- like, if you're on the defense and you're a strong safety or you're a linebacker and the quarterback is a three step drop and throws it to the outside, you have no impact yeah. on that play. Yeah. Yeah. Zero.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Same as basketball. Like, they swing it to the other side. Yeah. If you're help defense, yeah. someone shoots a three, yeah. whether it
1: goes in or not, has you're just rebounding. Very yeah. little for you, right? Yeah. It's weird. But that also makes it so good. And it's so fun. And I know you're obsessed with fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> fantasy football is a lot of fun, man. Uh, how long have you been into that? Uh seems like pretty recent. I think this is my fifth year in the league fifth
0: yeah does it for me since we've been doing this podcast Mm -hmm. like I've been a Seahawks fan since grade 10 which was 2005 16 years and it seems like every year I love the humans on the team more and more every
1: single year yeah and I love it it's so good is it the same for you so you like the humans on the team?
0: Like I you, like the guys so much. You I learn like more scheme. about them. I pay attention more. I I've never paid attention in an offseason like I have this year. Yeah. Every trade, every like injury report, every pickup and drop. Like I know the guys that aren't even on the team that got picked up for the practice squad and like were on the
2: Yeah. Just because I'm paying attention. Like, and fantasy kind of forces you to pay attention too, mm. right? I'll have a fucking, I have like a random Denver wide receiver, and now I'm watching the game. Don't know anything about Denver, don't know anything, but then you start picking things up. You got a whatever running back on this team, and because it's so random, and you just start
0: learning about the, and then you the entire guys, league. Totally. And then you yeah. see a guy that you never heard of before.
1: It's like, oh, that guy just had four tackles in the game. Yeah. Seems like, yeah, pretty good at linebacker. Totally. It's so cool. It's
0: such a crazy sport. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's so crazy. It's so cool that like 70,000 people go there and just yell their faces off.
2: And every just have week. fun and just, yeah. Nothing. European soccer is kind of like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, very similar. Like 100,000 people show up and they're just shit-faced and they're just yelling.
2: And like your entire day and like, I'd say life revolves around the team, right? You're just so involved, so committed. You're...
0: Yeah. Your week, your mood for the week is based on whether or not your team won on Sunday.
2: How is your Monday going to (laughs) be? Yeah. You know, this guy's going to be fucking pissed off after his Cowboys
1: loss or whatever. Yeah. I love it though. I love that. I love that it has that impact on people. I love that the Green Bay fans are going to be fucking
0: pissed (laughs) off this year. (laughs) Poor Thierman. Ah, <laughs> uh, he knows. He, he doesn't like Rogers anyway. <laughs> okay, let's make predictions for next week. All right. You gotta go first because you're so right this week. I know, right? So we've got the Titans. The Tennessee Titans who underperformed week one. I'm assuming you're gonna have a better game this week because they're gonna be 0-2. I'm so
2: impressed. With Seattle's offense, that I think they're just going to make Tennessee play from behind. Do you think they're better than the last year? Yeah, I do. I do. Shoddy was a piece of shit. Agreed. I think just I the think calling and
0: everything is... The entire game, this is a cool thing that honestly, correct me or share your thoughts too, but like mm-hmm. last year, there was rarely a point in the entire season where I thought this is an easy win. Yeah. And most of the game this year, I thought... Or, sorry, most of the game this past week, I did not think there was even a remote chance that we were going to lose that game.
2: No chance, right? No chance. It
0: just seemed like they were so in control from the entire entire start. Even in the third quarter, I think there was four possessions in a row where they punted, and it didn't seem like the game was close. Right.
2: No. The thing, too, in the third quarter is like... Seattle loves to drop back through like their defense. Like they they play it so safe, so you oh, let, you kind of give up like the first downs, ever like the running, the short gains, and all that. That's why the game goes takes forever. Did you notice that
0: in the first half? I'm gonna make this number up, but let's say Jamal Adams blitzed six times in yes. the first half, yeah, and then third quarter zero. The it's like a, a switch was, is flipped, yeah, totally,
2: yeah. I don't know why they do that. They just go into this fucking mindset like the game's over at halftime, and they're just gonna play it safe. And you get a 10 minute possession for the Colts.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I guess as a D coordinator, like you're up, whatever it was at halftime. What was it, 21 10? Yeah, 21 10. Sounds right. that? So you're up 10 10 or 11 points at halftime. You're assuming the other team is going to come out throwing the ball
1: quite often. Mm -hmm. So you're game planning to fight against the pass. So if you're best player on your
0: defense is your strong safety, are you going to be blessing him every third play? Right. Maybe no. just putting him in coverage and letting him Correct. Letting him do his thing. Yeah. You're going to give up the easy gains. Worst case scenario, someone gets a seven-yard catch yeah. and Jamal Adams is pounding them mm-hmm. in
2: the face. Yeah. You just let the game run out that way. Totally. All right. Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans. I'm going to go. Honestly, if this was week one, I would have said the Seahawks lose to the Titans. But I think after watching week one, I think Seahawks win 28-21. I think it's going to be a close game. 28-21?
0: Man, that is an interesting comment. (laughs) If this was week one, you think they lose to the Titans? Dude, the Titans I thought would be fucking good. I think the Seahawks D is better than people think. And the O has proven... That they score points whenever they want. Correct, yeah. So I
1: think the Seahawks win 31 to 20. So once again, not a very close game. The Seahawks are under control the whole time. It seems like they, from game one, let's keep in mind that the Colts are a playoff team.
0: That, who was their quarterback last year? Uh,
2: not Andrew Luck because he was bounced. Uh, who was it? Uh, it was uh, Rivers. Phillip Chargers Rivers. guy. Rivers.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: So. Did Rivers retire? Yeah, I think so. He's, yeah, he's coaching is Wentz, high school football. Is Wentz sure. an improvement or?
2: I think he's one of those side grades, you know? Same he's thing. one of those interchangeable white guys,
0: white quarterbacks. So let's say they have not progressed and they haven't gotten any worse. We beat a playoff team extremely handily. And it, to me, it wasn't a close game. No, it was not. Like, they won by 10.
3: hmm
0: Was it? No, 28-16. They won by 12. And it, to me, it wasn't close. I think they do the exact same thing next week. And they win comfortably. But the score reflects a closer
1: game than it actually was. Okay. What I would love to see from the defense is a turnover next week. Zero turnovers. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: So they played really good. They held, like, let's say a decent offense to 16 points with zero turnovers. That's pretty rare. Yeah, it is rare. Like, even if you play against a shitty team yeah. and you don't have any turnovers, they're going to score points. They're going to score 16 points. So I, li- I like that a lot about the defense. The pass rush to me was the biggest surprise mm-hmm. that literally is probably the thing we need most yeah for sure
2: it helps everyone on so the if
0: that is like a foreshadowing of what the season is going to look like and the pass rush is going to be strong i think i think this is going to be a fun season Okay. i agree with you okay. it's it's
3: good.
0: Good. let's go